Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. a good wine so we better really uh follow up with something good man so let's speak what are we doing let's speak let's speak mine let's speak which mine. one was yours mine was the uh, brothers in arms uh, Cabernet Sauvignon 2018 I, I like the name and, and, and uh, this here is something I really like these people here all bought a winery uh, in 1998 in uh, Langhorn Creek just south of uh, Adelaide and they just employed uh, a winemaker and an assistant winemaker and just created their own brand. I mean, this is not bad, you know. So he, he's a salesman and he must have sold his way through this because now they're pretty well known. And I love the, the name Brothers in Arms. <sighs> so let's try this. There you go. Cam's reading. All right, mate, are you going to serve? Creaming quality grapes. I was just reading. <laughs> so what's good this week, guys? Mate, I haven't caught up with the news this week. But, uh, it's been three weeks. Everyone, everyone seems to be getting a jab, that's for sure. Everyone's lining up for the for the jab. and Really? Oh. I, I don't see everyone lining I know up a lot, for the jab. I know a lot of people that have... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, well maybe with what's, gonna, with what's just happened in Melbourne now, people are going to do it. So they went from 10,000 a day to 16,000 yesterday jabs just because of the 15 people outbreak in Melbourne. So yeah, well, 15... Conspiracy uh, theory would say if you want everyone to get the jab, you'd just create another little outbreak, wouldn't you there? Wouldn't you, guys? Conspiracy cams, put it out yeah, again. Oh, <laughs> still not, I'm still not interested. You, you, I think it's because of you, mate. Because of me? That um, the... We're getting, uh, we're recording very low rate of vaccination. <laughs> they must be listening to you, Cam. Did you end up talking to... My mum on Saturday about it. We was talking vaccinations at Your any mom? point. Yeah, when we were on Mate, Saturday. I didn't want her to take me by the collar and then <laughs> throw me out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> mum won't get the AstraZeneca. She's waiting for the Pfizer. I wasn't invited for the whole night, so I just turned up for two hours. And uh, <laughs> and then and then when I left, the real party started. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, guys. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Sorry, no, Megs. It's not better than mine. Sorry, Don't look Megs. at me like that. Sorry, Megs. <laughs> Early indications you know, are not good. You know you're... <laughs> mine was way better. You, you know you're... <laughs> Cody's on my side. You, you do realise that there it is a like popular vote, right? It is probably like... I feel like this is a stitch-up right <laughs> here. <laughs> There's no stitch-up in this room. We are oh, all like, stoics mm. living by the highest values. That's exactly right. Honesty, integrity, wine. Hopefully it'll get worse with age <laughs> as we open it and we'll get worse Very with... Like. with it's been three weeks since we've been here. Been a big three weeks. Yes, yeah, yeah. a lot of things happened. A lot of things going on. Let's get self-indulgent. TL new office. Yeah, Osbury Kalani Vale. So tell uh, us about it, guys. So, so how, you, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, man? Knackered, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Knackered, bro. Very exciting. Very, very big opportunity. Um, privileged to be invited to go into the business with go into business with my mentor. Um, you have changed, though, I have to say. But with that comes a whole lot of responsibility. and, yeah. and uh, that We're getting quite a few listings now. I think we are, what is it, on 13th now? So yeah, 26 listings, all in Chittaway Point, funnily enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> bare luck, I mean. I have to say though, we, you missed out to uh, competition. Yeah, I did. Missed out on one. I missed That's one. Uh, that was some someone that was a bit disappointed. I, why would you be disappointed when you go to a competition? You win some, you lose some. Federer actually lost more games to Nadal, right? Yeah, no, I, I was, so I was, you lose, sometimes you yeah, win. I wasn't, it I wasn't earth shattering news, no, mate. I didn't but say you. <laughs> but the um, when you when you lose on schoolboy errors, that's that's where it, it chews you up. But that's not disappointment. That's just but some frustration owners, and anger. Some you know? owners are, are not really getting it, and, and that and wasn't the owner's fault. I, I'm taking blame myself. No, but some owners are not really getting it. Some owners think if we're getting someone who is dressed nicely or who've made the last four sales in the area, we're probably safe. It's a big mistake. That's including us. Mm. I, I tell I tell owners. When they're gonna check us, they're gonna have to check us the same way. You don't you don't pick a surgeon to operate on your son because he happens to be more popular as a surgeon. You look at his success ratio. How how much higher does he get than competition? Right? You t- some people even make an, a, a bigger mistake. And this is why now there is a trend that's coming out with people pictures behind buses. Because they think that, you know, the more they get to be seen, the better they are. Because there's going to be people who are going to go for the popular vote. I've seen him four or five times. He must be good. How, how do you pick an agent because you've seen his photo a few times? You need to sit down with the guy, ask him the real question. You need to really ask him, can you give me five names of the last five clients you have and let me call them? I hope that reaches out to our, the, the, those who are looking at listing, whether it, wherever it may be. Educate yourself to the agents within your area because, unfortunately, majority of people do do it the lazy way. Who we see, who we're familiar with, and there is an old analogy, the familiarity builds trust. So when they receive your letterbox drops every, you know, every week in the letterbox and so forth and so forth, and a lot of people, they do pick their agents that way and they don't go into. And whoever's got the showmanship on the day... Yeah. And I always feel for them because it happens to be always those owners who had to save for four or five years before they could buy their own house. Mm. So it took them four or five years to save for the deposit and they just blew it because they're too lazy to sit down with people and, and ask a real question. The biggest thing that's coming out at the moment because the market's so good from a price point of view is, um, and, and from a time on market point of view is now more than ever the decisions being made around commission and, and marketing costs and that sort of thing. The, the ability for an agent to show their value because it's the owners are saying, well, prices have gone up 30%, which means your wage has gone up 30% and things are selling in 24 hours, so why should we pay you $40,000 when the other bloke's only charging us $30,000? There's yeah, I get the, the I get skills that. coming back into the game. It's that. another huge mistake. But I get that. I get that. Um, so if I took... Two years to sell your home, I should be paid more? Yeah, no, that's the answer, 100%. Isn't it? But it's becoming more prevalent. <laughs> selling like fast, no. No, selling fast, we should be penalising the yeah, guy Yeah, no, exactly. Efficient. I've always said that. They go, oh, you know, you sold it without even putting it on the market. Should should Are you going to drop your commission? Uh, and I say that. No, let's put it on the market and let it sit there for six months and then you can pay me what I'm worth. But um, that's... the I'm... Uh, it's always commission with agents has always been a discussion, but with the big jump that the market's taken in the last little while, it seems to be more of a discussion um, in general. But I think a lot of agents forget to remind their their clients it's not 
the negotiated prices that last five percent, whether it's gone up thirty percent or where where we were two years ago, it's the negotiating that last five percent. It makes the difference. That's where that five percent can bring you another X Y dollars. But how are you finding being involved in an office again? First time in a long time. Uh, I think uh, a bit lost because. I have never been involved like that, even when I was back in uh, real estate management and, and, and owning my show. Because the way that I want to run real estate now is not to run a real estate office where I'm involved listing and selling. I think that's not running a business. That's working in a business. Yeah, it's uh, being a slave to a, a business. I, I think. For the moment, with the way that we're running this business of ours, we're really trying to build a uh, a portable business that can then go anywhere. So you imagine what we can do when mm. we go to Monavale, when we can go to Stratfield, when we go to Wollongo, because we just apply the same thing. Principles, yeah. You know, and and right now you've got in in the two weeks we've been open, you got listings already. We got what is it, three listings? Mm. We got. Uh, Appointments coming out of your ears, maybe you don't even <laughs> have a day off. So the model that way is already starting. And yeah. that's just with two young boys, Kane and Kana, who are really starting to, to hit it. So now look at that. And I multiplied by three. Mm. It makes us in two weeks, nine listings. Mm. I multiplied by six. It makes us in two weeks, 18. So that's, that's all we need to be doing. And it means now my job is really to dominate the air to dominate the marketing, to dominate what is it that we want out mm. of our people because some of these young kids that are joining us, like uh, uh, Connor, he knows you do the right thing by me. I am giving you a share of the business, not selling you. Mm. I am giving you a share of the business in two years. Mm. So, and, and to do that, it means that you have to be detached from having the need of, I need to make more money. Mm. And you have to be getting into the level where there's enough on the planet. How many breads do I need to buy? What about now me trying to build these young kids and help them be successful and maybe retain at the end of the day 20%? But what if I can do 10 of those at 20? My diary is going to be fucking full, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, your point is valid. But, it, I mean, it's probably uh, I probably shouldn't be the one asking you these questions because I'm your business partner, but... The other guys haven't asked yet. There's a challenge to any... So you wrote the system that we all follow. You wrote the Wisebury way of doing things. Has it challenged yeah, well, any of those? We, we, we followed the bits we like. Has it challenged anything, though? Has it challenged any of no, your No, no, it hasn't thoughts? challenged. No, if anything, the, the leadership part made it very easy. You probably noticed that, how uh, much more easily uh, uh, it was to run this team. Mm. Yeah, 100%. You probably noticed how much more... Um, Leadership was really required to get them to do the bit that they do. You, the difference between your other office and this office, probably you've done way, way more management on the other office. And this one here, you notice that I didn't even have to do any. Mm. It's not yeah, yeah. And, and to me, that's the beauty of doing real leadership. Mm. You, in life, you either manage people or you lead. So uh, I start from the line. Don't look for ways to motivate people. Just look for motivated people. Yeah. Then you don't need to do the, the, the middle bit. Yeah. And that's the bit. When we had a meeting with them yesterday and I said to them, don't worry what you're doing. I don't care if you go home and when you go home, what do you do? We just meet once a week. That's enough. <laughs> There's nothing else. That will, you will see that, the, the, the fruit of that. You will see how that business will create way more income for you and you 
didn't have to do that. Because right now, the other one is re requiring the flogging, the whipping constantly, and when you stop whipping, it, the man goes down, and when you, and it's constantly reactive. You're creating anxiety in people. Sometimes you even create hate in people because they go, how can you do all that to me? You're fine. You're getting more and more. I'm not. That's going to be more resentment. So is it <coughs> the difference of something new? Is it a different energy? Like what's the difference in um, the two that you're comparing at the Starts moment? Starts with A. It's accountability. That's the biggest difference in from day one. Expectations. Everyone's been accountable from day one and the standards have been set high. Like, um, And there's just been no questioning. And if there has been questioning, we've already had to release someone back out into the the wild because they weren't the right person and that mean yeah and that's a uh, thomas saying just look for motivated people we're still getting it wrong we still hired the wrong person at, at once at, to start off with but if you learn from that i think tl learned a valuable lesson from that more so not to listen to me and to go with his gut more often but um yeah but be because in, in this partnership too cam and i are also learning to respect each other mm. to read each, mm. each other if he if he likes a, a donkey to go to melbourne cup i have to say well okay it's going to be a bit of money but let's buy the donkey and see see whether his decision is going to be that if it's not right then we he'll pull the trigger he, he'll have to to, to to shoot the donkey himself so he knows <laughs> and oh that's that's the way the, the biggest difference is accountability we're both very much on the same level as far as what we what we expect and what we'd like and the, the diff talk about environment having everyone pulling in the same direction is so much easier in a way than having a few different directions being pulled at the same time mm -hmm. so um yeah i challenge my guys in the other office to everyone's working together at the moment which has created a good energy there has been a bit of new energy about it but um i challenge the other guys to watch it learn from it and rise to it because it, it can go two ways there when you're working in a bad environment if got people performing at this level and people performing at a different level um you can rise to the challenge and go i want to be where they are or you can resent them for that mm. um and yeah that's something i'm very mindful of as well but uh um i, I think to answer your question personally make it's all about leadership i think that most people start leading and then when the shit hits the fan they jump back in that they do all this stuff and what you need to be doing is that if you're asking a salesperson to be resilient, show courage, and, and commitment, you as a leader must show courage and commitment. You must see that all right, it's not really heading there. Well, you're going to have to resist. You, you have to do it. Otherwise, it's too easy. You get in and you do it. Yeah, okay, I can jump in and I do a go and, and do a listing. One, does that fulfill me? I, I have decided a long time ago I'm not going to do something that doesn't fulfill me. That that's uh, uh, life's too short for me to do things that are just bringing me headaches and um, not stirring my passion. Uh, so all I've done from day one is just apply leadership. I actually, I have to tell you, I've applied stuff from the book. Nothing else, just the books. The books say this, I just do it. Because I can't remember all the stuff in the books either. You know? But the, the biggest thing is to control myself like sometimes i get anxious about certain things that happen and i go no okay you now you're hidden play that hidden play you allow it to play you allow this to happen get back on track 
this is your job. What what is your duty? Get these guys to success. And so you you do it to yourself, where it would be easy to say, "Oh man, I just have to go back in." I mean, nothing stops me really for for me to just go and door knock up there. Nothing stopped me from letter box drop from six in the morning. Nothing stopped me from really. If I were to do this, then number one, all our people should be burning all my books. They don't work. And, and number two, that's not the quality of life that I ask people to look at. Because in the end, we all go. I was chatting to one of our, and, and so one of our young chap yesterday, because that's one of the leadership that I do. And, and he's seen it now. Every second week, I'm with them. I'm having lunch with them. Is it an hour lost? Ask them. Because in that hour, it's just them and me. Bloody and good Thai food. Sorry? And bloody good Thai and food. bloody good Thai food. And <laughs> yes, I, I, don't, I don't do things like, I'll pay this week, you pay. No, I'll pay. It's no problem. But during that time, that's the time when I learn about them. That's when they open up about their life. That's, I learn stuff about their life that I would never mm. have found. And it's the ability for them to share. If they didn't share... It's giving me signals. So th these are all leadership stuff, right? Yeah. Then it uh, allows me to just change the way I manage them. So do you think starting a new office as opposed to an existing office gives an advantage to that? Or do you think it's about just setting an expectation and <coughs> you could do it from any level? You can do it from any level. But when you start, when you start with an existing office, you probably will be losing some of the manpower you have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which has happened to <coughs> me. So when I did that uh, with that off uh, with an office, I did that and I lost fifty percent of the the guys straight away. Mm -hmm. But I stopped that guy from going broke within two weeks to making back in two thousand and two. Get got him within six months to making two hundred seventy thousand dollars profit. And it's very it's very easy. I just want to have TL's back here for a second because it's very easy for him to sit there and go, I'll oh, just do what's in the book and you know, hope that everyone believes it. I've already had people try and fill me out about whether that's what we're really doing. And you know, One, is shame on them, but two, you know, ask me any question. Everything has been learned. And it, you know, part of it, I sit there and punch myself in the head at night because I go, well, why wouldn't I just do that with the other two officers and everything would be fine. But um, it literally has been a case of let's just do what's in the book and... Yeah, with with adjustments to suit the current times, like you know, letting course, people yeah. work from home and <coughs> not only seeing them, every, you know, once or twice a week and all that sort of stuff. That's but that's nothing's gotten away from the core values. The, the guys are doing uh, well. The first couple of weeks are doing 150 prospects a day, and for for years with my other officers, can't it hasn't happened. Mm. And then I sit there and you go, well, here's how many appointments we've got on this end and here's how many we've got on the other. You can't argue. I said to the guys yesterday, I've been trying to break his fucking system for six years. I haven't been able to do it. <laughs> it doesn't... There's, there's nuances in all of it, but the bottom line is these are the foundations that things are built on. So the challenge goes out and that's that's the... That's the challenge. I wouldn't even say pressure because I keep saying the pressure's on to make sure this stuff works to you. I don't feel any pressure. I'm not weighed down by it. I feel the challenge, right? I feel the, the thing rising up in me that, that I love, which is competition. Like we're going up against some beasts of agents out there. We're not we're not out there pretending we're better than anyone else. The competition's real and it's tough, but that's that's exciting, man. That's what we get to go and 
you know, test what we've learned and test what we've developed and, uh, and, and go to it. And that's not pressure. That's just seeing the challenge and running towards it instead of dodging it like so many other people did. I mean, that opportunity was there for, for you know, others to take and uh, we'll take it head on and, and so far so good. Hard, hard work, yeah, fuck yeah. But so, so do you think your other officers obviously cannot do anything but improve moving forward? Because you're taking a reflection of what you're learning uh, now, uh, you'll obviously take a. They've already been the like they should have already been the beneficiary because of the situation we're in. Everyone's working out of one of those offices, so they're seeing it firsthand. It's not me coming back and going, "Oh, we need to do this and we need to do that," and and so hearing the, it hearing it third hand. Um, uh, honestly, no. Why not? Yeah, no, I, I think I think I disagree with you. Yeah. Um, I've seen already improve, improvement in you running them. I, I've seen improvement in them, but I... Performance levels is what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen people, like, turning up earlier already. Where, you know, it's a funny thing, because I, I live about an hour and 15 minutes away from there, and I still am there at quarter to eight. Yeah? Mm. And I've seen people who've never turned up until it's 8.25 because meeting starts at 8.30 and they were there at 8 o'clock. I've seen people who now want to just lend their ears to what we're talking about. And I, I always say to them, you're here, might as well just do it with us. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's my best way of telling them, just train early. I don't say to them, you, you come oh. and I, I just say, you're here, let's do this. And they see different stuff and then I show them how war is happening. One of the things is, one of the guys went, Zone analysis, where's that from? And he's been there for I don't know how many years. He's going, really? You work, you work, you're prospecting this way? And now he's, they sat down and they straight away, after I left, they, they, they start putting them in. All it is is the leader. If you as a leader do not have faith in the system that you employ for them, it won't work. But if you only have faith in the system on how to run them as a bunch of slaves, then you're only doing half. You're going to have to have faith enough in the system to run you as a leader because then it'll be really a, a well-oiled machine running forward. Because, yeah, okay, his partner <laughs> said to me once, oh, man, I'm really running off my feet. I said, listen, I can make your life easy. He said, oh, really? Just sell me one of your show. You sell me one of your show, you have one business less, you'll have more time off. You can't have more businesses, more opportunity to win and want the you know, same amount of time off. That doesn't work. Do you tell me somewhere, even in maths, it doesn't work. There's no way that you can have one plus one plus one is going to be less than one. Yeah. <laughs> so there's people who say, I want one, and I want another one, I want another one, but I just want to spend the energy of one. That doesn't work. Yeah. And so, yes, for the moment, there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of uh, great energy being uh, exerted by uh, even Cam, but that's not where we stop. This is where we begin. Beginning. So do you think there's <coughs> a difference leadership required in different markets or do you no, think it's I, the I, same no i don't think it's different market i think it's different times okay i think it's different times back in the times of my parents you get a job and you stay there for 50 years until you retire 
in our times we get two or three jobs if we have more than three jobs we're starting to question in this time now the first seven is just a trial <laughs> right what's that guy <laughs> we interviewed who's it mate we interviewed a guy That's yesterday true. we interviewed a guy yesterday who was just there to see i was just going to take any job i was offered to yeah. see if i liked it for a couple of months and then go he goes, all right, I'll be honest with you now. This is after 15 minutes. No, but he, what, what he didn't see is how we just drove him to say so all that stuff. Yeah. He, he was first, oh, man, we, I'm going to do this, and there's no yeah, problem. But, but. And then he didn't notice how in 15 minutes we just drove him Steady. to just open it up. What, I think it's not just one thing. You talk about the zone analysis. One of the big lessons, my, my team knows about the zone analysis, but you know why they know about it? Because every time I bring it up, I go, you've only spoken to 50% of this and you've only done that, so don't tell me there's no more people to talk to because I know exactly how many people to talk to. He gets it and he goes, oh, look, here's this, here's how you find this street. Now you've got all these more prospects to talk to. How good is that? And a completely different reaction. Yeah. Completely fucking... <coughs> Same thing, but delivered. And, and I just go, I just, God, fuck, you idiot. <laughs> but I'm, I'm using it to smash him and that's what... Thomas said, if you're using the system to treat people like slaves, yeah, then you're going to get a result. In five minutes, it wasn't that the person who said to him, oh, what's this? It was, he's only ever heard of it when, I've, when he comes to me and says, I've run out of people to talk to, and I go, you're full of it. Mm. And, uh, you know, so for me now, that's, that's a light bulb moment. The execution still isn't there from my point on how to use it to inspire instead <coughs> of punish, but at least now I'm aware of it. Yes, so... So my question to you was going to be, what, what's been one of the biggest learning curves for you? Is it the fact that, uh, you know, vinegar and honey sort of affect with, you know, getting what you want or is it... The first lesson I needed was that I needed a bigger monitor for my computer because trying to look at... <laughs> <laughs> trying to manage three officers' TCDs and one is um, a nightmare. But look, uh, the the um, the zone analysis thing was a, was a light bulb moment. The fact that you can just set standards and stick to them and you don't have to be swayed by the popular vote, which is, if, you know, what I've found with the other officers, and this is not directed at the people that are there now, I've had those that office for three years now and I've seen many people come and go and eventually, as a leader or a manager, I've been worn down to the fact that, like, I want 100, I want 100 every day, I want 100 every day, and then it's 75 and then it's just, do you, feel, you get worn down by the resistance instead of just sticking solid and... Um, you know, another learning moment is when I'm not interested in uh, bowing to the popular vote, I I resist heavily. Whereas he just says, "Just do your job." Does it with a smile on his face, and all of a sudden, everyone there is no whip. There's a whip. There's a big stick, but they don't feel like they're getting hit with it. I don't think, honestly, after the short time we've had the big lessons have sunk in yet and, and we haven't had time to sit back and reflect on what's happened yet because it's been totally busy. Oh, no, it's yeah. been busy, mate. It's been, it's been full and, on. Yeah, and, and, um, and on top of that, you and I, we don't really spend that kind of time. Or, you know, no, that we're we not there for... Yeah. We, 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 we catch each other on when we can because there's things that still have to happen outside. There's five-minute conversations. I mean, he's got 18 different jobs going on. I've got other jobs going on. So there's, there's five-minute conversations that we try and punch as much into as we can. And when we eventually get a break or, you know, Noosa comes or whatever, you probably sit back and reflect on what's been and um, pick the lessons out of it. But 
you know, from my and from my mentality point of view, nothing's ever changed because I've always been about just go to work and that'll eventually fix everything. Or yeah. But I noticed um, a change already in your management, and you will see it be much better. <coughs> and that that is a big change. I think that the hardest change in the team is always the leader, not the team. It's easy to change a team. Just if you want to change a team, just change the leadership. Because you 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 sit down, and this is where we're starting, right? And and I mean, I've worked with an office, as you know, a few months ago, and it was just three days a week. I just trained. The result just flew up. But then it doesn't really matter what I do. Leadership still sets the, 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 the limit they, they go up. You have a good leader, mate. It, you give them the worst system, the good leader will make it happen. You give the worst leader the best system, he'll find a way to screw it. That's the thing that we need to really understand. It has nothing to do with are you new, are you in a certain area. So you, you have... We're we only at the beginning of this. And we're doing all of this, by the way, without a physical office there. Mm. <laughs> you know? So where our competition's using crap like this and they, they're not understanding it. And I keep on telling our guys, tell the, the people, when competition spend time talking about you, it means that they worry about you. Don't worry about the rest. So as a leader, this is where I I teach myself I need I need to always be on top of my game that when I'm with Kane and, and Connor and they have a bit of doubt, I need to fix it straight away. When they are saying something that's wrong, I need to pick it and fix it straight away. But if I'm ready to go and listen, do this, and I don't have the time. Mm. It's like, uh, listen, I'll talk to you a bit later on because i got to go to an appointment. That's wrong. Or, or leaders now who are so busy, they're running late to their meetings. But they tell their staff, don't you ever be late. And I go... That's going to be hard to change. Because they go, if you turn up late to meetings, what else are you telling me that's a lie? That's the problem. So, do you know what I'm more worried about when with this team in Kilaniville? That I fail my leadership duties. I think... <laughs> I think one of the unintended consequences, and it's been a good one, is getting so busy, people can use it as an excuse to not do their job at all or you use it to become more efficient than you've ever been before. And I, I don't... One of the changes I feel in myself is there is no mucking around with decision-making anymore at the moment. It is just, bang, decision made, do it and deal with it after, whereas previously it was, let's think about this for a couple of days or let's drag this out over a month or... Let's see where this goes, and we don't have that ability to do. Do you, do you think it's because of the lack in time, or do you think it's because of your partnership? Oh, like yeah, partnership as well. But everyone, you know, um, knowing that you've got that TCD sitting in front of you means you make decisions. You, you don't. You don't get to muck around. I know the thing about the partnership that helps that is I know regardless of whether we talk about it later on down the track, at the time, he's got my back yeah. regardless, right? Yeah. And that's a very uh, powerful thing, you know. Then I then it's back on me to go, try not to fuck it up. 
But <laughs> you're doing a bloody good job. Try not to fuck it up. No, I'm not. But you go. These are the thoughts that you have. But that one thing, time, and it is a time thing for me because at the moment I am listing and selling in three offices. There's no shying away from that. So when a decision's got to be made, it's made real quick. You know, still try and put the thought into it. Um, I'm doing a much better job of taking care of myself in between days and nights and weeks because you can't do what we're trying to do and TL's in the same boat not with multiple offices well he is he's, he's trying to run a network but, yeah, right. you know empower and all the other shit that goes on with so running a network so many things going on in so many yeah, facets yeah. You, you basically have to become efficient or you're going to perish yeah. and I think a lot of other people use it as an excuse oh don't get it you know, I've got so much on or I forgot about this because I've got so much on or I couldn't do that because no, I've got so got much on time. that's why I sent you a message at 4 this morning <laughs> 320 <laughs> 3.26 this morning <laughs> Unbelievable. So you just get efficient. But, um, <laughs> you know, Cam, obviously, look, outside in, you had two offices, now three and so forth, mate. The other two can't help but get better from... Yeah, 100%. It's, yeah, it's yeah, true, yeah, mate. Definitely. It can't help but get yeah. better. Uh, at the beginning, you said... It sounds like a fucking interview now, but I just got a question. You said from the beginning, the biggest thing you found is accountability. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm simply asked is what weren't you doing that you're doing or that Thomas is doing... I know it's accountability, but how does that look? Do you understand the yeah, question? Yeah, I understand the question. I think it, so with the staff, more so with the staff. The staff are getting results, the staff are doing their job because there's no other option, right? What is the other option? No job. You're no longer. Right. Yeah. There's, there's so only two ways of it going. You, you meet the standard or you apply your training. Standard is elsewhere. 150 calls, right? Standard's 150 prospects a day. You meet the standard or you're, you're elsewhere. With us, the accountability is, and it's probably where, you know, one of, the, one of the things we had to sort out before we went into business together was the effect it was going to have on the friendship or the, the relationship. But because we have the relationship that we do, we can be very straight with each other and say things to each other that in a lot of other circumstances or from my experience could possibly lead to a shit fight. So the accountability is there where we can talk to each other and say, this has got to be done. There's no emotion attached to it. This has got to be done. You do this, you do that, you do that. You didn't do this, you didn't do that. And there's no emotion. There's no other bullshit around it. So it's a very easy... Correct. It's a very easy space to be working from. Right? And that's yeah, we, we're working from a point of view. We mate first before we partner. So but some people won't say... We talk yeah. anyway. Yeah. You know? Like but we can have even business... Even when we were you. not business partners, I was taking his growth personally, so whatever... He was doing that. I didn't like. I let him know anyway. So We've been that hasn't changed. <laughs> no. no, it hasn't. But in other experiences, yep. you sometimes go, oh, "I don't want to hurt their feelings. Or I don't want to yep. do this." There isn't any of that, and and we're not even because he's got the brilliant art of doing it with a smile. It's not even taking account when we're telling the staff if they're doing their job or they're not doing their job. They're not doing their job with a smile, and they are doing their job with a smile. But it still has the same effect. So it's. But it's, I see you doing that now, you know? It's setting a standard. I'm getting better. Yeah, you're doing you know, good. Sometimes so I still lose my In the other two offices, are you now increasing expectation? I've thrown the gauntlet. Because I'll tell you, like, honestly I've speaking, thrown the gauntlet, right? I've said to them, you're seeing what's happening here. You're seeing what they're doing to produce that. You can stay doing what you're doing or you can meet the challenge. What's that's, the difference between them and you? Yeah, right. That's And I've, I've, I've vocally said that. I said that yesterday. The, the difference is stark. Um, 
I'm not 100% in control of targets and, and stuff with the other businesses, so it's got to be a team effort pulling together. Um, but, you know, when when one when our guys in Killarney Vale are getting looked at sideways because they only did 120 in a day instead of 150 and there's guys sitting across the room who are happy that they've done 30 in a day, it's, it's a, um, you know... Big contrast. <laughs> massive Big contrast. Big contrast, And yeah. if I'm me, like, I go back to... This is the thing that frustrated. I got a bit frustrated yesterday, and I was—I thought I'd got it all off my chest, but I was still a bit frustrated. And this morning, so I was talking to my wife. Like, um, we, you know, Thomas yesterday said to the boys because they said, "What if we go door knocking all day?" He said, "No, because I've never door knocked all day, and I'd never ask you to do something that I've never done." And with when I started, I didn't go home before eight thirty at night, and I did one hundred and fifty, or or it was. Death, you know. I got. I, I still remember getting blasted one day for doing 149 prospects and going home at 149. I've been there and I've done it and I've done the grind and that's where I am. You talk about getting lucky and and anyone can get lucky. When everyone tells me I'm lucky, they're lucky they don't get their head knocked off their shoulders because I know what it's taken to get where I've gotten. Absolutely. Um, and it, it frustrates me that I haven't done a good enough job of being able to convey that to the, the rest of the, the people who have come and gone and are still there because they've sit there and I go, they've seen me do it, I'm here. I've got this now, I've got three officers, why can't they buy into what got me there? And that's that's the bit that, that frustrates me. So. Do, okay, so we spoke about previously about hiring motivated people, not getting motivating people, right? Do you think it's part of the hiring process in getting those people that will follow that leadership style, Cam, that says, this is what you need to do, 150 calls, you know, don't look at the clock, sit in your ass, get those connects made. Yeah. Is it, is that hi- is it hiring the first step, Thomas? Uh, is no, I, I don't think the hiring is uh, the, the first step. Obviously, it is the first step because that's where you select whether you find the motivated people or not. But let's imagine you have greyhounds for racing. They motivated. They motivated by the rabbit. Right. Right? Or, or that fake rabbit that goes around yeah, the yeah, wheel. Yeah. Let's imagine now you start getting them to race without it. We'll see how fast it's gonna start slowing down. Right. And so what happened is we hire the right people, but we don't do our job as a mm. leader. Well then the motivated person s- slows down and stops. Mm. So why? Because they motivate but they motivate, but they join you for some reason. That reason, the reason you say to them, and, and the two boys, I've got young Kane. Mate, I'm fighting him to say, mate, slow down. When you're ready, I'll let you know. Don't <laughs> worry. He just want to go out there because he's now seeing, he's now heard that I told his brother, who was a plumber three weeks ago, and now I told him next week, you're going out to listing. Right? And he's going, when do I get out? When do I get out? This is what you want in a team, a bunch mm. of guys, who, where do I go, when, 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 when. And they learning and they studying and they do things at home. And they, to do that, yeah, well, you have to do it. A horse in the racing, mate, I'm sorry, it needs the whip. It needs the jockey to know when to slow it, when to unleash it. If the jockey doesn't do it, sorry, man, that same horse, Wings, would never have won one single race. You put me on wings, there's no way you win a race. I, I question this then. We're, we're talking about the guys being in the same office and we've got side of the room making 150 calls 
We've got the other side of the room, not achieving that. And we've also spoken about your environment breeds, you know, the person that's in there, right? Will not a natural effect one all over lift or one all over come back? But I think it has lifted them. However, I'm the rider of our office. So they know as soon as we sit down. So the two that are accountable to you. Yeah. And then the other team, they go with Chaos Park. So we've got different jockeys. Yeah. So it's a different talk. It's uh, You let them off at different level. You some shakeable standards is the difference. Some standards are pliable, some standards aren't pliable. And you either want to be riding in this race or you go and ride a different race. And that's the fear I have is instead of taking it as inspiration, it gets taken the other way and goes goes there and, and but if they if they make that choice we just did a whole podcast on will and you're in control of your own will <laughs> then that's that's you know to a certain point that's on them do, do you th- so you believe now it is how it's delivered though oh there's a huge part to how it's delivered but it's also the inf- for 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 having very inflexible standards right TL's got inflexible standards. You do this, you do this. At the same time, the guys are allowed to work from home, go wherever they want. We don't have to see them. Um, we're not in. We don't ask them every five minutes of the day where they're at. So while there's a, you have to meet this, 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 and this. How you do it? Don't care. So your standards there, and then manage your own time. No need to micromanage. They'll either do it or they'll find another real a job, another find, find employment so elsewhere. So they've got freedom while they don't have freedom, if that makes sense. No, no, so absolutely it does. The standards are set and, and you meet them, but around that, very open book and open, you know. Um, and the key is to do it with, with smile and, and relaxing. Yeah. But what happens is leaders smile. give so up, right? You, leaders give up. So what happens is they don't do the 150 once, do your 150. They don't do it again. Listen, really need you to do your 150. Don't do it again. Oh, look, let's try and aim for 100. Okay. Right, so don't do it again. Oh, look, maybe 100 too much. So Make Aaron, it bring 75. It back. And Aaron. that's that's what happens, right? The, so the point of least resistance, absolutely. But bring it back. So what would you do? It, it doesn't happen the first time? I say nothing. They, they put the numbers in. When I'm happy on the WhatsApp, I go, great work. Like yesterday, they only had, uh, they had half a day they take it. At one o'clock, they were still sitting with me. So I, uh, so you have to use your judgment. So I go, okay. When if they did that and it, uh, they had plenty of time, I'd say nothing. Okay. The problem is we say we say too much and not follow on what we say. Okay. So let's say we had an office that stands. I know the answer to your question because the answer to your question is <laughs> after two or three times I wouldn't be there anymore. That's that's really <laughs> what would happen. Okay, but right. no, but it has happened already. But the, but the finesse of being flexible, we're sitting with because I don't think a lot of owners see that the, the finesse of being flexible when you're saying you've sat with them for half a day, having training and lunches and so forth, and then to say go out and get your connects to expect 150 that day is unreasonable. Yeah, no. absolutely stupid. But I, th- I think there's a lot of people that unless you can do it, if you can do it, then you can expect it of others. Okay, so that you need to be flexible, and that's one of your. your you know, the but let me tell you the best part of yesterday because I was there at quarter to eight and we went, We had interviews, we had one-on-ones, we had our meetings, we had training. You, if you were to ask them what was the best part of yesterday, what do you think they'd say? Lunch. That was lunch. Absolutely. Lunch was where I did all my leadership. And hands in our system, I said, a leader must do that first before he goes out to the first listing. Leader. That is number one. That's when he looks after his little baby. Let's imagine it. Forget your team. You're now employing your son. 
daughter, your, your, your son, daughter, what would you do? Isn't it that time at that lunch that is the most important? But then mostly, the, oh, I don't have the time, man, I have to run here. And you just sacrifice the most important part. And do you know why they'll tell you that was the most important? Because I spoke about work, life. Work, how to link it with life. And then I get them solution about life. And then I link it to work. And suddenly, they didn't get it. If they listen to this, they're probably going to start getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. I don't have a problem because Absolutely. it's a window. Uh, that, that's how I work. And it, it helps them. Like, yeah. But then they go, he's helping me improve my own life. And I think that's the bit that we need to understand about Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett doesn't teach them how to play football. They know how to play football. Just teach them how to be a better person. Leave the football to them. And they wouldn't have got on doors until after 2 o'clock this afternoon. They both still got over 50. Yeah, well. And appointments. And appointments. And appointments, more importantly. Yeah, that's beautiful. But it's just, it's, it's, it's from day one. The thing I notice is it's from day one. So we, we hire people, we want them to be excited to be there. So <laughs> day one is, you know, I had to pull him up because day one he's like, they've got to do 150 and they've got to do this. I said, hang on, big fella, they've got to do their work contracts and there's a whole lot of administration stuff that Crystal has to go with them through. Day two we'll hit them with 150, right? But it really is from day one yeah, where I might spend... On the other side, I've spent a week or two weeks on onboarding someone. This time we'll teach them this, and this day we'll <laughs> teach them that. And, then, and they've done two weeks, they haven't done their target Straight away, bang. numbers, and it doesn't change since. So try and get someone who's been working for a week or two comfortably and kumbaya and everything's happy to then go to a level Honeymoon period over, band-aid off. Now you've got to do 100. Yeah, right. Yeah, fucking no chance. So right? two questions. I've got two questions for you. I mean, this is a long podcast, but it's good. Two questions for you. Number one is those leaders that aren't taking the staff members out and making that connection with their own with their with their team members, is it? Do you feel it might be because number one they feel they don't have time or it's not worth their time, but number two maybe they don't see it how they add the value to those staff members. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to inspire. No, they're going. They should be at knocking on doors. So you think it's a combination? Do you think it's there's, there's a lot? There is a lot of things. It depends on the hidden place of the leader. Okay. So if the hidden place of the leader is greed, uh, they would want you to knock on the next door. If the hidden player in the leader is anxiety, they may not want the confrontation. They so they they push it. They say, okay, well, today it was their first day. Let's go easy. Uh, if the hidden player is, for example. Um, let's say, shy and defensive, they're going to try to even make excuses for them and, and sell them the excuse. I, I tend to think a little bit different. If I can't make these people successful quick, they're going to hate me. I have to make them successful fast. Okay. The second question was, and, and Cam's very lucky, the fact, not lucky, but Works well to get where you are. Make but your own luck, mate. It's going to improve from where it's going to improve from where you are. That that you've got some people doing the call, some people not. All right. How would we now move those people that we've maybe had the standards sub substandards for those people? Fifty calls a day. How would we slowly start to get those move up? Because we cannot rip the band aid and go. Oh, we want one fifty straight away. Tough question. I I will fix that 
if you can stop a dog that's been peeing on the same carpet for the last six months, if you can stop that dog, I'll, I will fix your recruit. Well, I usually get rid of the carpet to start with. Well, then, uh. then you <laughs> might have to get rid of the carpet too. Because you can't. Once you give it, it can't go back. That's what I'm saying. That's once you don't, you don't think there's a, you, you can steadily increase those numbers? No, because they, what you need to realise, and, and I think that's what Cam has understood, they have been working on you on steadily decreasing. <laughs> so how can you increase it when they work at decreasing and they now master the art of decreasing it? If they're increasing the results, though, <coughs> then <coughs> the numbers should decrease. What do you mean by that? If they're increasing, like if they're now out doing more of the physical face They're going to two listing like appointments that, a day. Yeah, then yeah, the numbers yeah, come down. Leave them alone. The numbers 100%. Come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we're talking about... So it depends about on experience. Trying to get to people to that level. But you've got to get them to that level. First. We're That's what let's he's let's saying. Clarif- let's clarify. We're talking about someone who's prospecting all day. They're not doing anything else. We're talking yeah. about people right. with zeros on the board. Right, right. Too many so people floating around with zeros on the board talking to 10 people and waiting for that zero to turn into a Magically a one, turned into a know? one, yeah. And it, okay. it, it's not physically possible. It's, a, it's the talk I gave yesterday. You can't, if one in a hundred people are selling and you're talking to a hundred people in a week, what are your chances of finding that one person? Then if you find that one person, you better hope you're a one-in-one lister because you better get that fucking listing appointment. Then you've got to hope it sells and then you've got to hope the bloody thing sells, which isn't a guarantee. So you, you're leaving a lot to chance there only talking to 100 people a week. Listen, I, I think we've been going around now for t- way too long. We're going to have to stop it there. But let me tell you what, what way is the thing. It is our inability to control our hidden plays that forces us as leaders to replay the same tune we play and not being able to open our eyes like a stoic to look at the new field we're playing in and play from real reasoning rather than hidden plays. That's it. If you understand that, you can change everything. Because the leaders who are scared of doing the new things, the leaders who are lazy and going back to their old ways, the leaders who are greedy and just use, 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 and and they've already planned their own future and doing whatever they're doing, doesn't matter what's going to happen here because they're going to suck everything out. There's there's going to be the leaders who've always done the bit that they've done and they're not going to do anything new because the bit that they've done worked for them and... It's great that they kumbaya in, 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 in this group and then that's it. Then there's the leaders who has o- or have always been about, I will steal and lie and cheat because that's how I've done it. It won't change. What happens? The hidden players is, are still the main drivers. It, it takes a very hard guy to go not from the limbic brain but to start now feeling hard to know exactly how the rational should start thinking and realize when the saboteurs start talking to him when the hidden plays are starting to be triggered how he can recover back to hard by going through vegas uh, all that stuff has to start working then once that hardware is right now software Uh, am i talking about something that that is big deal am i talking about something that is Am I talking about something that is really important because it's value or it's hitting belief? All that stuff, it's software. So I'm taking away from this, leaders need to look at leaders first. As simple yeah, as that. That's it. They need to work on themselves more than they're working on their team or in their business. Absolutely. My fear in Kilani Valley is not that they fail, it's that I fail them. Wonderful. All right? Awesome. Well done. Great wine. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Thank you. Bye.